A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. The rabbi has discussed the question of correct pronunciation of the Hebrew language. Is there an halachic aspect to one's pronunciation of Hebrew? The Shulhan Aruch, in more than one place, refers to correct uh, pronunciation of Hebrew as a requirement, as an halachic requirement. For example, in Orahayim Siman Samich Aleph, regarding uh, reciting Kriyat Shema. Uh, as we all know, the Mishnah itself already discusses the requirement of being medakdek be'othotheha, in other words, pronouncing Kriyat Shema uh, precisely and correctly. And one thing the Shohan Aruch writes in Siman Samech Aleph, Seif Wow, is that one is required to pronounce the uh, Dalad in the word Ehad, Shema Yisrael Adonai Arohenu Adonai Ehad, one is required to Laharich Bedalad, to stretch out, to ex- extend the pronunciation of the last letter, which is a Dalad, which is something, of course, that one can do if one pronounces it correctly as a Dalad Rufuya, as a Dalad without a dot, which is a the, as in the, the English, the definite article in English, T H E, the. And if one says one has breath, one can say Ahad for quite some time. And uh, whilst one pronounces that Dalad in an extended fashion, one is supposed to have the Kavanah that Hashem is in control of the heavens and the earth and the, all, all places at all times, etc. If one pronounces that letter Dalad uh, as a Dalad, as a Dalad de Rusha, which is a D in English, a plosive sound, uh, that, by definition, cannot be extended. The moment you pronounce the D by expelling the air from one's mouth, you say D with the tongue behind the, the front teeth, then the sound is over as soon as it, it is pronounced, and it cannot be uh, lengthened in any way. So that is one, uh, one example of an halachic requirement explicitly mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch, which, by the way, the Ramah in no way contests, uh, so the Ashkenazim can't claim that the Al-Minhag is not to do so, not based on what the Shulchan Aruch says at any rate. Another example uh, from the same Siman, Samach Aleph, in Saif Ted Zayn, uh, the Shulchan Aruch states that one is required to, when uh, saying the last words of the second parasha of Kriyat Shema, Asha Nishbar Adunai, one is to stop after the word Nishbar and pronounce the, in order to pronounce the Ayn correctly, as the Shohan Aruch writes, uh, before continuing, continuing on to the next word, which is Ladunai, Ashanish, uh, rather Shem Hashem, Ashanish Bar, Adonai, Lavotechem. So here too, one is required to pronounce the, the Ayn in the word Nishbar correctly, and not, as some people unfortunately do, as the Shohan Aruch explicitly mentions, they say Nishbar. Which sounds, uh, which is like nun shin beth hey, as if the word is written with a hey at the end, which means Asher nishba. Uh, Hashem hasa shalom would mean that Hashem is taken captive, is captured, and that of course is uh, 
sacrilegious and incorrect and a very serious issue. And uh, something, with the sh something which the Shulchan Aruch explicitly refers to. So here too we have an explicit example of pronunciation of Hebrew being a, a critical matter which is defined in halachic terms. And here too the uh, Ramah does not mention that it is the custom of the Ashkenazim to do otherwise. So one cannot claim that there are no halachic uh, parameters and no uh, halachic aspects to this question of Hebrew pronunciation. Another uh, quote also comes uh, to mind, another quote from the Shulchan Aruch that one could mention here, and that is from Siman Kaf He, where the uh, Shulchan Aruch writes uh, regarding the uh, putting on of tefillin, he writes that one should be careful to pronounce the bracha on the sheliad according to the standard nusah of that bracha, which is the haniyah tefillin. That is, he says, one must pronounce it with a kames under the hey, le haniyah, not le haniyah. And this, by the way, is a very uh, interesting point because here we see the Rabbi Yosef Karo, the author of the Shulchan Aruch, who was a Sfaradi, as is well known, was apparently aware of and was able to distinguish between a pathah, an a, and a chames, which is an a, as we have described. And he considered the mispronunciation or the uh, interchanging of these vowels, the pathah and the chames, to be a mistake. And in the case of the bracha, lahaniyah tefillin, as the Aharonim uh, point out, there is a difference in meaning. If one says lahaniyah with a chames, the meaning of the word is to place or to put. Therefore, lahaniyah tefillin is to place or to put tefillin on one's arm. But if one says lahaniyah with a patah, it means to let go, to relinquish something, to, to leave something alone, lahaniyah, which is quite incorrect. So there is a difference in meaning, as pointed out by, by many Pusakim, including the, the Mishnah Brura uh, on that sieve. So again, we see that this uh, the statement of the Shulchan Aruch in Siman, Kafhe Seiv Zayn, is a clear indication that there are uh, halachic uh, parameters when it comes to the pronunciation of Hebrew, and these things do in fact matter. Despite the sources that the rabbi just cited, is it not true that the vast majority of leading Ashkenazi Haredi rabbis do not pronounce Hebrew as required by the Shulchan Aruch, even during Kriyat Shema? Furthermore, is it not true that the immediate ancestors of most Jews alive today did not pronounce Hebrew in this way? Are we not required to continue the customary pronunciation of our forefathers? You're absolutely right regarding the vast majority of leading Ashkenazi Haredi rabbis. But it's equally true to point out and to place all the facts on the table that this has very little to do specifically with this or that type of community or this or that hashkafa, this or that approach to Judaism. Because the same thing can be said about the vast majority of uh, leading uh, rabbis in the uh, so-called religious Zionist world or the Dati Lumi world 
or modern orthodox world, or whatever, use whatever term you choose, and also to perhaps depends on which country you live in and the, the, the precise type of individual to whom you refer. But the point is that it's not only Haredi rabbis who mispronounce Hebrew as a matter of course and seem not to care. Many also perhaps do not know uh, many of these things that we have discussed in these interviews. But it is true, equally true, that rabbis from all uh, sectors, uh, all uh, areas of the Jewish world, the Torah world, from different ideological positions, they, as a matter of course, tend to mispronounce. They and their followers tend to mispronounce Hebrew systematically. Uh, the different groups have different uh, pronunciations, but all these pronunciations are lacking. One is lacking in this detail and not in another, and, and perhaps the other pronunciation is better in one respect and not, not as correct in another respect. But there seems to be, it is true, that there seems to be a total lack of regard for, for these matters and their, their importance. And it is not true that this uh, is only my understanding or my view of the matter, uh, because I'd like to mention here the Haskamah, the approbation given by a very great uh, Chacham, a very great Rav, Rav Hagon, Harav uh, Yaakov Kaminetsky Zitzal, who is certainly not uh, suspect in terms of being of a uh, Zionist religious or uh, overly uh, right-wing uh, Eretz Israel persuasion, shall we say. He was uh, uh, from the, what one would call the uh, American Haredi, camp, I think one could describe it that way. I believe he was from Europe originally. He was widely understood and recognized to be a, a great uh, Torah authority. And he gave a haskama to a book called Safa Berura. This was a book written by a certain Ashkenazi, uh, Tamid Chachamim, here in Yerushalayim many, many years ago. And uh, in this haskama, he exp exp expresses his view that this book that this person wrote is very important, and he explains why, and I'd like to read a few uh, quotes from this approbation. He begins by saying that I know that some people will not uh, recognize the need or appreciate this book that you have written, but he says, It is very important, he says, to uh, clarify and uh, discover the truth of this matter, as with any matter in the Torah. And then he goes on to say, he says, I once had a conversation with a certain person who said to me, what is this, all this talk about correct pronunciation? Do you imagine that the Baal Hidushay Harim it was not the Miswav Kriyat Shema Ketikuna? Do you imagine that the Baal Hidushay Harim was uh, one of the rabbis of the Gura Hasidim? And uh, this person mentioned to Rav Kamenetsky, do you claim or is anyone claiming that he was not Yotzei the Hava Kriyat Shema correctly? And Rav Kamenetsky replies, and he says as follows, It is certainly true that he was Yotzei the Hava Kriyat Shema, but the Avad, because the Halakha is that if one mispronounces Kriyat Shema, one is also Yotzei the Hava. In other words, the Miswa is performed, but that is not how one would like to perform something. That is not how one should perform something if one has any choice in the matter. And he goes on to say, 
Even though many people will not accept what you write, even if only a few do, he says, it is worth printing the book even for the few who will listen and who will understand that uh, you are clarifying and, and, and defining the truth of the matter, of the Torah and of the Hebrew language, and this is something of great value, he says. So what do we see? What can we understand from uh, this Askana of Rav Kamenetsky Zah? We see that, first of all, he considers the truth, just the very fact that it is part of studying Torah and part of being a serious Jew to want to know the truth and to do one's best to uh, achieve that truth. This itself is a very important concern. It's something that should be uh, of importance. It should matter to every one of us. Furthermore, Rav Kamenetsky says, yes, it's entirely true. Uh, many of our immediate ancestors and the generations close to our own time in the past uh, were not able, for different reasons, to pronounce Hebrew properly. They only were able to pronounce what they knew, uh, that which was known to them, that which they had been taught in school, and that which they had heard from other people in their communities. And very often, we, as we know today, uh, for many reasons, this was not correct, but they had no choice. And if a person is anus, if a person has no possibility of discovering the truth, then uh, of course he is became the miswa but the avad. Of course he is uh, considered to have performed the miswa to the best of his ability, and that is acceptable before Hashem without a doubt. But if one knows the truth, if one is able to ascertain that truth and act upon it, and it is certainly true that most people are able today to ascertain the truth if they wish to know this truth. And they are also able, if they want to, if they truly want to, they are able to act upon this truth. They are able to change their pronunciation if they put their minds to it, if they consider the matter to be of importance and of significance. Then then one is required to do so. That is uh, Rav Kamenetsky's position. And therefore he says, yes, it's quite possible. I, he says, I don't know exactly how the Baal Chidush Harim, the Rav Migur, pronounced Hebrew. One can guess, perhaps, but he says, I don't know, I didn't know him, but if he mispronounced it, as we assume, then yes, he was Yosef, but the Avada, not Lechat Chila. That was not the normative and ideal way that uh, one uh, is supposed to uh, perform that miswa of Kriyat Shema. And this is true, of course, for uh, other aspects of Torah study as well. Reading Kriyat Shema is, in fact, just reading certain parashiyot from the Torah uh, in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, the, the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah point out that it is correct to pronounce Hebrew correctly, not just during Kriyat Shema, but during all parts of Tefillah. And the Ramah adds even when studying Tanakh, for example, any part of the Tanakh, and if one goes that far, I would even go a little bit further and say, why, if it is proper to pronounce the Tanakh correctly, why is it not proper to pronounce the Mishnah correctly, uh, for example? And even though the Talmud is partly in Hebrew and partly in Aramaic, one could ask the same question about the Talmud. Why is it not proper, uh, if possible, if one is at all able to do so, why is it not possible, uh, proper, proper rather, to pronounce the Talmud correctly? So we see that Rav Kamenetsky did not accept this uh, position, this uh, commonly held view, that that which is, 
is by definition correct, that if this is how we pronounce things nowadays, as if this is what my grandfather or his grandfather pronounced and said, uh, then this is what Hashem wants us to be doing. And this, is, this was uh, intended by Hashem that it should be so, and we should have no aim uh, to change things. It should not be uh, our goal to make any change to what is. This is something that Rav Kamenetsky apparently did not accept, even though you can hear this argument from many people nowadays. And I do recall having a conversation with a certain young yeshiva student, and we got onto the topic of the pronunciation of Hebrew, and I explained to him what I knew on the subject, and he listened very with great interest, and he said to me afterwards, what you say is, is very uh, enlightening, and I'm sure, in fact, that you're correct. But uh, unfortunately, I can't do so. And I asked him, why not? And he said, because I'm required, according to halakha, to pronounce Hebrew as my father and grandfather pronounced Hebrew. And I, of course, explained to him this was not true. And we see from this Haskamah of Kamenetsky that he also thought this was not true, entirely untrue. And when we understand, when we know that our forefathers with regards to certain things such as Hebrew pronunciation, were unable to know the truth and were unable to act upon that truth. Uh, this does not change the mispronunciation or the uh, misunderstanding of a certain aspect of the Torah or the mistaken performance of a miswa, shall we say, or the lack of performance of a certain miswa. These things do not become the new Torah standard. If we understand there is a problem and how this problem came about, it is our uh, task, it is part of our job description, if you like, as serious Torah Jews to make the necessary changes. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Barheim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon Nusach Eretz Israel or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.